It is time for promotions here at the Profits Picks Football Podcast Show once again. And I want to start with my daughter in Atlanta, Georgia, in the Eastern Time Zone. And that is Nails by Amani, the best nail technician in or outside of the 285 perimeter in Atlanta, Georgia, more specifically 258 South Main Street, Suite F, Jonesboro, Georgia, 30236. She is once again the best nail technician in Atlanta, Georgia, inside or outside the 285 perimeter. Check out Nails by Amani today. Look her up on Instagram as well. All right. Let's not forget about the missus. And that is, of course, shopneolife.com forward slash Forest Health. Once again, that is shopneolife.com forward slash F O R R E S T H E A L T H. And check out her newest business, the one that we all want to see prosper more than any of the other ones, quite frankly, and that is onlineandbeautyboutique.com. And that is O N L I N E B E A U T Y B O U T I Q U E dot com. The onlinebeautyboutique.com, heavenly hair, and little man. He checks out the show every now and again with some intro music, and that is Arigato Joey at SoundCloud.com. Once again, that is A-R-I-G as in greatness, A-T-O-J-O-E-Y at SoundCloud.com. He makes music, and he also makes music for my podcast show. Check me out. I'm on Instagram at the Prophets Picks 2019. Once again, that is at the Prophets Picks 2019. I'm on Twitter at Prophets underscore Picks. You can email me. Theprofitspicks at gmail.com and look us all up today. Everybody stay safe out there and stay tuned for the show coming up next. All right, good afternoon. It is 11.30 a.m. Central Division time. I hope everyone is having a wonderful hump day. It is Wednesday, obviously, because it is hump day. And it is the second day of November. It is November the 2nd, 2022. Only a few more days left in this month. Only a few more days left in this year. And I hope everyone once again is having a wonderful Wednesday. It is 1231 p.m. Eastern Atlantic Eastern. Good afternoon to everyone that is on the East Coast. What is up? It is your guy, JCF, the creator of the Prophets Pick since August of 2019. I hope everyone once again is having a wonderful Wednesday. It is time for me to get back to predicting the winners for week nine NFL football games. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. The time has come to predict the winners in the NFL of week nine here on the Prophets Picks Football Podcast. It is approximately 10.31 a.m. Mountain and 9.31, only 9.31 a.m. Pacific. Good morning, Mountain Time Zone West Coasters, what's up? Anchorage, Alaska, what's up? I hope everyone is having a great Wednesday over there in the greater Pacific Northwest, like the really, really greater Pacific Northwest over there in Alaska. And last, but certainly not least, as the last should always and will always be first, and that is aloha 
to Hawaii, Honolulu, Waikiki, Maui, and the World War II Pearl Harbor Memorial. What is up? Mr. Tom from Facebook. What's up, brother? I hope everyone is having a great Wednesday out in the Hawaiian Islands. And it is time for me to give you the winner of the Minnesota Vikings 6-1 against the Washington Commanders 4-4. Four four. But before I do that, on a bye week in week Nine is the following teams, two from the AFC North, Pittsburgh and Cleveland. Cleveland won on Monday Night Football Halloween night going into their bye week. Pittsburgh, of course, lost and they lost embarrassingly so against their cross-state rival in Philly, which is on the eastern side of the state and Pittsburgh is on the western side of the state. The 49ers from the NFC West won going into their bye week. The Denver Broncos won as well going into their bye week. The G-Men lost going into their bye week. And the Dallas Cowboys won as well this past Sunday going into their bye week. I quite frankly do not have the time to get into the details of those teams that won and lost going into their bye week and who they won and lost against with the exception of Pittsburgh. Of course, I already said it was Philly. Speaking of Philly, tomorrow night, Eagles, Texans, Jalen Hurts comes home. And he comes home to do what? Win or lose? Dominate or be disrespected in NFL football terms by the Texans' young, very young defense and be defeated? Or is he going to come here to dominate, win, and then go back to his new home, which is the city of brotherly love? If you want to know who I picked to win in that prediction show, that is a standalone primetime prediction show. You got to listen to that prediction show. All right. In the 83rd meeting between the Colts and the New England Patriots, I am taking the Pats at home 24 to 17. Patriots normally does beat the Indianapolis Colts in Foxborough whenever they play them in Foxborough. Patriots lead that series, by the way, once again in 82 games. It will be the 83rd meeting and the 124th meeting between the Buffalo Bills and the New York Football Jets, the first of only three. I repeat that three. Divisional games, only three divisional games in week nine, and the Bills will drill the Jets 37-17. All right, only 10 games to be played in the sunlight this coming Sunday, and of course, those teams that have games that'll start off at four o'clock, that is on the Atlantic Eastern Seaboard, you'll get a good idea of why I do, in fact, say Every single podcast show, Atlantic, Eastern, Eastern Standard Time. For example, that Patriots game, it's going to be getting dark around the end of that game. Daylight Savings Time ends this Saturday night, early Sunday morning at midnight. The clock will go back to 11 a.m., whichever time zone you are in. So everybody gets an extra hour of sleep, or if you're like me, an extra hour to put in some type of work towards your podcast or towards your personal business or your dream, or maybe study some biblical scriptures and stuff like that. All right. Or your music, because I sing on the praise and worship team. All right. So, so everyone is aware of that. That is coming up this weekend. The Vikings are from the NFC North. The Washington Commanders are from the NFC East. The Vikings have already lost to the Philadelphia Eagles earlier this season in primetime Monday Night Football. And 
The Vikings, once again, if I'm not mistaken, if they were not on a bye week last week, they did, in fact, win their game um, that they played in week eight. But I'm getting the feeling for some strange reason that they were on a bye week. Um, I don't think that they were. Yes, they weren't. They beat the Arizona Cardinals 34 to 26. And then the Washington Commanders won by one point, 17-16. The Minnesota Vikings, they are first in the NFC North for the first time in a very, very long time. And I do mean a very long time. Take the time out on your own to look that up. Um, but they are 6-1 and one this year. 4-1, and 4-0, and oh, excuse me, at home. And then on the road, they are 2-1. and one. I've already referenced it. It was a Monday Night Football loss to the undefeated Philadelphia Eagles. The Commanders, they are 2-2 two and two at home. And they are two and two away from home. Hence their 500 record, four and four. Speaking of four and four, they are fourth in their division. A lot of trades happened on yesterday. Close to 20 trades, as a matter of fact, happened on yesterday. Um, if I'm not mistaken, the first time in NFL history that has happened, please go and listen to the Prophets Picks trade deadline special. That podcast show was lit. I had to step outside of my regular comfort zone. I had to step outside of my regular scheduled podcasting shows, which was predicting the winners of week eight, beg your pardon, week nine. And I had to give everyone all of the details because all of the details that happened on yesterday and quite frankly, early October, all the way up until the last week of October. And of course, It all culminated yesterday at the end of the trade deadline. Close to 20 trades were made on yesterday, and there were a good seven to nine made before yesterday's trade happened. So please take the time out to go and listen to that. And there is fallout as well from those trades. And I will talk more about that later on this afternoon. Hopefully, if I have time to do so, I will. If not, I won't. I will probably talk about it later on this weekend when the weekend rolls around because the weekends are normally when I have just a little bit more time. Don't necessarily really do have more time, but I try to force myself to have some type of extra time when it comes to the weekends. All right. Minnesota and Washington. It's going to be Kirk Cousins going up against his former franchise, the franchise that drafted him into the league, the franchise that brought him into the NFL. And he's going to go up against Taylor Heineke. Or is it Heineke? Well, some people think it's Heineke. And um, if it's Heineke, then the first thing people think about is the beer, right? In the green bottle. Back in the day when I used to drink, that stuff was absolutely disgusting the first time I tasted it. And I spat it out immediately. Now, I don't know what it tastes like today because I don't drink. And But back then, when I first had... One little sip of it, it was terrible. But the football player, Taylor Heineke, he is not a beer. He is a human being. And he has been playing pretty good NFL football. With that being said, it'll be jersey number four versus jersey number eight. And Tyler Heineke, he is a quarterback that was also brought into the league by the Washington Commanders, if I'm not mistaken. And once again, he's been playing pretty good football within the parameters of who and what he is. And that's really important for a franchise quarterback or a quarterback or an NFL player, period, or a human being, period. Play within who you are. Yeah, don't get comfortable with who you are. Don't get comfortable and 
tr to try not to step outside the boundaries sometimes, try new stuff, yeah, be, you know, take risk, you know, be spontaneous, all of that stuff, yeah, do all of that stuff, but at the end of the day, don't step out of your lane, and don't get comfortable stepping out of your lane, because there's going to be a time somebody's going to come and put you in your place, so, with that being said, I don't think Carson Wentz, when he's healthy, because I said that to make a point, I don't think Carson Wentz is going to be the guy to put Heineke back in place. I think that Heineke is going to, and this is a prediction, I think that Taylor Heineke is going to end up riding out as a starting quarterback for the Washington Commanders for the remainder of the season. Um, I believe Carson Wentz is out for, what, another four weeks. He's only been missing for the last two. Um, I really think that the Washington Commanders shouldn't have not even traded for um, Carson Wentz from the Indianapolis Colts to begin with. I think the Colts got a steal in that trade. And the reason why is because Tyler Haneke, no, he's not going to end up being that Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, type of quarterback, but he can end up being that Kirk Cousins type of quarterback. And Kirk Cousins is exactly what you had for many, many years and you screwed around with him. And then he finally left and he was continuing his great success with Minnesota, you know? So at the end of the day, Washington, I do not think you should bench Tyler Heineke once Carson Wentz is healthy. I think there should be a practice quarterback battle the week that Carson Wentz returns. I think that there should be a battle for the starting position when he returns. And whoever battles the best gets to start. Because I honestly don't feel like, nothing against Ron Rivera, but I honestly don't feel like that was the case before the NFL regular season started in training camp. All right. These two teams, they have played against each other a total of 27 times over the years. And even though the commanders have been around a very long time and the Minnesota Vikings have been around a good period of time as well, they have only played in only 27 games. Yes, only 27 games. Viking, the Vikings, excuse me, the Vikings. The Vikings lead this series all time. 14 victories, 13 losses overall, including the postseason. 12 and 10 in the regular season, three and two in the postseason. The first time these two teams got together, Commanders and Vikings, was November the 3rd, 1968. 27-14 victory for the Minnesota Vikings. That game was played, in fact, in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And then the last time these two teams played, which was the 27th meeting of all time, was October the 24th, 2019. 19-9 win for Kirk Cousins and his Vikings, the Minnesota Vikings have won the last two out of three games played against the uh, Washington Commanders because, as we all know, Washington just has not been good on a consistent basis. Those postseason games, there have been five of them. The first time they played in the postseason was the, was the fourth time overall. December the 22nd, 1973 was a 27-20 victory for the Minnesota Vikings on a Saturday in Minnesota. Yet again on a Saturday, the sixth time 
Overall, in the second postseason meeting, a 35-20 victory in Minnesota. December the 18th, 1976, the third postseason game was the eighth game of all time, January the 15th, 1983. On a Saturday, yet again, the Washington Commanders won this one 21-7. That game was, in fact, in Washington. The Commanders won again in the 12th meeting, which was the fourth meeting of all time in the postseason. It was January the 17th, 1988, and it was a 17-10 victory for the Commanders. And the Commanders lead in the postseason. The final time that they met in the postseason um, was the fifth time, and it was the 14th meeting of all time. Um, and it was January the 2nd, 1993, and it was 24-7. to Washington Commanders in Minnesota AA. So there you have it. Minnesota Vikings losing to the Washington Commanders three times in the postseason, winning only two. Ninth offense in the NFL, 24.7 points per game for the Minnesota Vikings going up against a Washington Commanders defense that is ranked 15th in the NFL, giving up 21.5 points per game. The 27th ranked offense in the NFL for Washington, scoring 17.8 points per game, going up against a Minnesota Vikings defense that is ranked 14th in the NFL, allowing 20.6 points per game. Look, Chase Young won't be returning this Sunday, but that does not mean that the commander's defense is not still good. Obviously, coming back and winning by 1.1716, the commander's defense is still pretty good, and they will be at home. Commanders did beat the Packers, but we know the Packers aren't the Packers of old. I think the Commanders will lose this game. I think the Commanders uh, will put up a good fight, but I think they'll lose. Um, I think the final score will be 27-24 to 24 final overtime. Yes, sir. Prophets Picks Football Podcast Show just gave you another final overtime game, and it's going to get mixed in with the eight one o'clock games this Sunday because this is the third of eight one o'clock games in the NFL in week nine. I hope everyone is having a wonderful Wednesday. And check me out later on this afternoon. Raiders, Jags in Duval County, Florida. Everybody stay safe out there. Vikings over Commanders 27-24 final overtime one.